Well, it's nearly Christmas. It's the 1st of December and it's episode 512. Welcome once again to Aussie Tech Heads, where we're going to give you all the all the latest news that interested us anyway over the past week in tech uh, mainly and uh, the sort of with the, the Aussie slant on it, you know. So if there's an interesting tech story that's come out of Australia, we're going to do that for you and let you know what's going on and then we'll venture to overseas with the Googles and the Microsoft and all that sort of stuff. So thanks to uh, athwebhosting.com.au for all your hosting needs, your shared hosting, uh, plenty of plans. There's a small, big, medium and large and all that sort of stuff. Get online, get a WordPress e-commerce shop installed uh, under under 10 minutes. It'll take a bit long, longer than that to design at all, but at least it'll be installed, ready to go. The framework will be there. You can also uh, tune us in on the TuneIn Radio app across platforms. And if you want instructions, go aussietechradio.com. And you will find, uh, yeah, plenty of Australian and New Zealand podcasts. I'm not sure there's actually too many New Zealand podcasts popping up in there. I think, actually, I think that both of them might have faded. I haven't seen them for ages. I might have to uh, write a little note to them and ask them if they're faded or not. But anyway, it's uh, it's uh, Aussie podcast. There's the Aussie Mac Zone, Obsidian Loft, Old Fart Geeks, Aussie Tech Security, which another episode of that is out this week. And I don't think I've missed anything else. So, yeah, good stuff. Get us on the Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads. And let's welcome our two co-hosts this week. Uh, first of all, it's Eric. How you doing, Eric? Hello, sir. How do you do? Uh, not too bad, thanks. Uh, what's going on? Have a good week? Yeah, reasonably good week, yeah. Just uh, starting to wind down slightly. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, yep, yeah. the Christmas. And yes. um, talking about winding down, little, little Jace is uh, there. How you going, Jace? Pretty good. How's yourself? Good, good. Have you had a good week? Yeah, pretty bloody good. Yeah, you get holidays? I've been cold for the last seven days, but so oh, yeah, that's. It. I think that's why we were we missed you last week, so um, we didn't we didn't we we turned your we turned down your husky tones, so <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to hear that. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Jason. You, you know, you're some... hacky, you hack hacky <laughs> tones. Yeah. yeah, some of the emails from the ladies, Jay's, You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh... hello, 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 yeah, all right. So, well, look, where are we going to start? I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's start with Eric. What Do you want to start, Eric, with a story? Oh, we can start. Let me just... Um... Ping us one up. I saw... Uh, I know I accidentally I deleted story. Eric's stories today out of the, the shared notebook and uh, <laughs> luckily got him back. So yes, that was good. Yes, that was Hang good. On. But uh, what, what's been happening? Right. I bought an iPad. I bought me iPad Mini. Was that after last week's show? Probably last yes, Friday. It was. Yes, it was. So, uh, well, let's you talk caved. about let's talk about that quickly while, while it's while it's in the front of my mind. Have you unboxed it yet? Oh yeah, I've been using it. I've charged it twice already. That's oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It's uh, <laughs> look what what. So I went into the Apple on Friday, the, the Cyber Friday, or whatever you want to call it. Well, what what are you showing us there? Mac Mini, iPad Mini. You get yeah, one too. iPad Mini. I yeah. had one of these for ages. What version's that? What model? Uh, it's a Retina. A what? A Retina? iPad Mini, iPad Mini 4, I think it is, Retina. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've got the iPad Mini 4 as well, the, the faster of the two. And yeah, look, it, it's going good. It took me a little while to set it all up, as, as it does, download all the apps and everything. But I'll tell you about the deal. The, you know, remember Apple didn't yes. do the, the cyber deal last year? or it could yeah, explain, it, explain it to the listeners. Okay, so 
So, you know, I was, I was all excited. You know, I was going there, Apple will let me get, go past midnight Thursday night. You know, I want to see what their deal is. You know, reading, Discounts. Yeah, yeah what's the discount? discount? Reading the UK site last year or whenever they last did it, UK was £150 off and all this sort of stuff. Oh, I was getting all excited. Thought I was going to get some sort of deal. And then all of a, and then I, and the, the website come up and it was like a $70 gift card. And I went, hmm, <laughs> wasn't exciting enough. So I thought, well... It sort of wasn't really going to make me go and buy it that day. I sort of looked around, you know, JBI Fi and the good guys and all this sort of stuff, and sort of really, yeah, it couldn't get much cheaper than really what Apple was selling it for at, at anywhere else. The good guys had a thirty dollar discount uh, voucher or something for the Cyber Friday, so I thought, you know, what the hell, I'll just go and do it. I was in the shop. I had to. I, I circled the shop about five times to see what I could buy for seventy dollars. <laughs> The security guards probably thought you were going to rob the place. They probably yeah. did. I was looking up, looking down, and well, I've still got the card. Yeah, I've still got the gift card. I haven't spent it yet. But uh, I think I know what I'm going to get. I might get, they were 150 bucks. And I think this is what we were talking about, wasn't it, Eric? They give you like, yeah. they sit around a table for, for, for three weeks just thinking, what's the price point where it's not too little and it's not too much? We're just going to give them this, so they've got to go and spend like 150 yeah, well, so if you give them 70, there's nothing in the store for 70, mm. and we'll, we'll upsell them to something else, and they'll walk out with a laptop. Well, <laughs> yes, that's right. But, uh, oh, one of the chick goes, the chick goes to me, um, uh, she's in conversation, she goes, oh, yeah, well, YOLO, and it took me, <laughs> like, five YOLO? <laughs> and I'm just going, yeah, and I'm just going, what is she saying? Did I hear her properly? And I'm just going... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Anyway, just, so like, my daughter said it to me years ago, and I said, "Oh, Rolo, yes, please." <laughs> oh, Rolo, <laughs> what the hell's Rolo? <laughs> Would you share your last Rolo? <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. He so, knows what I'm talking about. So, look, I saw, I saw the iPad covers. You know, seventy five bucks or something. Yeah, there you go. You see, know, the extra five. Yeah, know. I know, but I thought, I thought, I'm not buying a seventy five dollar cover when I can get it for five on eBay. You know, like yeah. it's only a cover. So I thought I wanted to buy something more. Um, you know, substantial. So anyway, I, I thought what I'm going to have a go at. I've got to look up prices elsewhere and see see if this is right. But I'm going to have a go at the. I'm not sure what they're called now. But the the little GPS trackers that you um stick on your key rings and all this sort of stuff. Oh yes. I'm not sure what yeah. the Apple ones are called, but uh, I might. I don't know. Oh, I can't bother googling it. But uh, they were about 150. You got about four of them, or four or something, something like that. And uh, four, so you can put on four sets of keys. Yeah, or stick one in your wallet, you know. Stick one in your yes. car if you lose your car. Put in your luggage when you go on holidays. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, all that sort of stuff. So I thought I might keep them when, you, when you're flying over to San Francisco and your luggage gone to Heathrow. Yeah, bastards! <laughs> you get your app out and you just got to start swiping. Where's my luggage? You swipe, swipe around the world. Oh, there it is. So, so anyway, that was my Apple Shop experience last week. So, so uh, you bought them. You spent 150. No, I haven't yet. Because I wanted to. Okay. I, I, I came back home with the, the $70 card in my wallet because I thought, well, I'm not going to spend the 70 bucks on these little things if I can get them cheaper somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> I want to buy something I can't get cheaper anywhere else. Just and get then, 80 bucks out of Kim's wallet. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, I've got some. Uh, I've been doing some uh, flybys conversions. I don't know if you guys right. are into flybys. But, uh, but yeah, like I got some like a, a few points on the flybys, and you can convert the points into like dollars, which sits on your flyby card, 
And then when you go to, you know, your Kmart, your whatever, your flyby retailer. You yeah, you can just put it in, go, I want to pay with my flyby card or part of. And then, yeah, you swipe your card, put this PIN number in, which you which you uh, make up or generate from the website. And, yeah, it's just like a little debit card if you've got the, the money on there. So it's pretty good. So what's the conversion rate? Million you know points for 10 bucks? You know, that's built into the flyby's card. You don't have to convert it. What do you mean? You can transfer money across. No. Every time you do shopping, the flyby points count as um, as cash. And if you go in there and you've got $20 worth that would convert into $20, they just say, when you scan your card, it says, oh, they, the cashier says, you've got $20 you could take off this due to flybys. Would you like to do that? You go, yep. They just do it straight away at the cash register. You don't have to log on the website or anything. Oh, well, that's never happened to me. I've never said yeah, you want to. every time. I, oh, my girlfriend um, has my flyby she's on the same account so mm. i gave her a card and i've got a card and, Big mistake. Uh, we just go through <laughs> spend 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 and then either one of us that just says you know would you like to have 20 dollars off this because it's come up on your flybys account that um you've, you've got that much in your flybys yeah right well maybe now that i've i've started the ball rolling with the you know the converting maybe it might start doing that but oh, but anyway i don't know but anyway so so yeah, the conversion rate, Eric, I've worked out. Yes. It's every dollar you spend, you yes. you get half a cent. Oh <laughs> Jesus! So, yeah, so it's um, wow. Yeah, but it adds up, you wow. know, over over the time. So uh, Look, in my experience, the best point system that I've ever been on, and I'm still on it now, is the American Express one. What do you get for that though? Well, for example, depending on a lot of people, they get. You know, the frequent fly miles and they're attached to Qantas or or um, Velocity, which is Virgin, or, you know, Cathay Pacific or something. Mm. So you're stuck. You accumulate all these points, you're stuck flying with them, which is okay, but it doesn't allow you to shop around. So by accumulating it in American Express, you can shop around um, saying, okay, which airline has the least amount of points for where I want to go? Right, right. right? So, for example, a return trip to Hong Kong in economy on Qantas is 120,000 points, right? Yeah. And you, get yeah. One point, you get one point for every dollar, generally. Some points you get, some purchases you get three points. Online purchases you get two points for every dollar. Um, overseas purchases you get two points for every dollar. But overall, let's say it averages about one and a half points per dollar. Mm. <clears throat> so, so you think, okay, I want to go there. Uh, how many points? Okay, 120,000. You think, and that's economy. And then you go to um, Cathay Pacific, and they say, well, that's 100,000 for them. Yeah. For the same place. Okay. Now, so you can, and so I've just got accounts with each of the airlines. Then you go to Singapore Airlines, and they think, oh, got a special on 80,000 points return via Singapore right. in business class. Mm. So you nice. think, mm, economy, business class? Yeah. I'll take the. I'll take the 80,000 points on the A380, please. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not too bad, I suppose. So it's not too bad. Yeah. But so if, if I wanted to buy something with that 80,000 points, just say, in a shop, mm. so you can convert your points to um, dollars as well. But on American Express, you can only you can buy stuff at David Jones using right. your points. Yeah. But that 80,000 points would get me, you know, like a 1,000-buck TV. Right. Right. Whereas it's got me a four and a half thousand dollar flight. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, that, 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 that works out. But see, I'm, I don't know if I'd spend enough to do all that sort of stuff. I don't know. But I get most of I wonder of... about, too, my, my problem is with Amex charging 3.5% on everything. Whatever. Well, well, I don't get that a lot down here. Uh, most of the guys around here, around here don't. The, the most I've come across was the other day. I had to get two new tyres. He charged me 2%. Yeah, right. Well, I see th- people on the internet, uh, online stores, and that they're starting to chuck on the PayPal fees now as well, mm. which which are probably quite substantial, actually. Like it's two point six percent plus thirty cents. Because the PayPal fees for the users, the actual account holders, are actually quite high. Mm. So you, I'm supposing, in a way, you're trying to recover that. Did they drop? It's higher than higher than American Express. Do you know if they dropped the the fee to withdraw your money back into your bank account? Dropped it completely. I don't know because I tried to look for that fee the other day and I couldn't find it. And I thought, oh, they might have dropped it. I've, I've never been no. charged a fee for buying or transferring money in or out accounts or anything like that. Yeah, right. Are you a verified merchant account? Yeah, yeah, yeah but I've, I've never, I haven't done it for a while. Like, I'm talking years yeah. because I didn't want that fee. I'm a tight ass, aren't I? But I didn't want that fee. No, I transfer money out all the time and they never get charged or anything. Well, they must have changed it because I know when I had a PayPal account, it was a bloody used to charge you on the way in and charge you on the way out. Yeah, so I stopped going out and then just just using the whatever I had in there was to uh, just to buy other stuff, you know, that yeah, could exactly. with, with the PayPal. But, um, but yeah, so there you go. I was going to say, ask you something else. Oh, oh, but with the flybys, most of my points come because i got a NAB credit card. And right. I just put... Actually, you think you'd be surprised how many points you rack up on everyday stuff. Yeah. You know, pay, your, pay your rates, hmm. um, you know, groceries, uh, yeah. every, pretty much everything, you know. But even all those joints... All my, are, all my bills are B-Pay, so I don't get that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I credit card it. Everything, and I as soon well, as I, I, credit credit card, card, I, I be paid across. If they so didn't charge me three and a half percent to use a credit card. Well, yeah, that's right, that's right. So I've been doing a bit of be paying as well because that two and a half percent that that works out more than what you're going to get in points. So stuff that. But um, all right. Yeah, well, you're probably right about that, depending on how much you're paying. But yeah, that is pretty rich, two and a half percent. Who charges that up there? PayPal. What, what, two point six. No, the councils charge. Oh, massive the, um, no, charge rates. Yeah, the councils. Uh, doesn't Telstra. Petrol stations. Yeah, petrol stations. Yeah, I don't get charged. No, pay for petrol at all. On Amex. Yeah, I don't think I get charged either. I've seen all over the place. Uh, Amex three and a half percent at lots and lots of shops. Three and a half percent. That's wow. really rich. Yeah. Seven so Eleven. Seven Eleven don't charge for Amex. Just a tip, just in case mm-hmm. you want to go there instead. They need the money, don't they? Seven Eleven. I don't have any of them in my little country town. <laughs> Weren't they busted or something for... Because they were busted before for underpaying, underpaying. people. And then underpaying. they got busted again because they asked for the money back. Or something. Yeah, off yeah. They paid him and then asked for it back again. <laughs> and then got a standover man say, now hand it over. Crazy. But anyway, let's get back to <laughs> the first story after 20 minutes. Um, Eric, what did you want to tell us? Oh, uh, that's right. I was talking, wasn't I? <laughs> Oh, do you want me to go? I've got a story if you're not ready. <laughs> no, that's all right. I don't know if this has affected anyone who's got an iPhone, but there's a story here from the uh, news.com.au. I can't remember the date now. It was about earlier in the week. Apple users apparently have claimed the latest version of the iPhone operating system has played havoc with the battery in their phones. Oh, um, yeah. Disgruntled Apple lovers, as they call them, <laughs> claim they are 
they were clobbered after downloading 10.1. It jumps from 30% charge to 1% in a few seconds and shuts down. Anyone else had that experience? Oh, I did, but I took it back to Apple and they replaced it. I find that the biggest drain on my battery when you look at the stats and everything, and as just you watch, you keep it in mind while you use it, is Facebook. It's just a big drainer. It's the no, face, is that right? It's the face drain. Yeah. Do, do, do you shut your apps when you come out of Facebook or any no. app? Or no. That, I always shut them. Yeah, right. No, well, I find up. I can, say, wake up in the morning, and I say if I have, a, I don't know, half an hour on the Facebook, that's probably a good 20% of the battery. Really? Yeah, for me. Have you um, upgraded your um, software? Because a 10.11's out, and I think that's sort of fixed it. Well, I haven't had any little little numbers. Let me have a look. I'll have a look and see. I think I'm up to date. I'm pretty, you know, I'm always pretty onto those sort of things when I'm aware of them. I'll have a look. Um, it's checking now. But, yeah, see, mine, oh, look, I mine's on 22%. When did I last charge that? No, I'm up to date, 10.11. Um, yeah, look, I bought a, 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 a mobile battery charge, whatever you call it. Yeah, you know? that's right. And uh, so I can get oh, heaps of charge. I'll get about five charges out of it. It's really good. Oh, that's good. That's mm. good. Yeah. Because I think also that but I the, lost it. Yeah. Also, the software, a few, uh, I think it might have been version 7 or 8, that have a problem with their Wi-Fi signaling bits and pieces in the phone as well, that when you're right out of a Wi-Fi zone, Instead of just dropping out and going, okay, get it. Um, there's no Wi-Fi around here. Mm. Um, it kept searching for Wi-Fi in the background. Yes. So your battery was just draining and draining and draining. Yep. The same with Bluetooth. Yep. It just kept constantly looking instead of, you know, thinking, okay, if I'm, you know, 100 meters from anything, I'm not going to bother unless you, you ask me to. Yeah. So I don't know if that's got this. That's got a similar problem with this as well. If I'm. I haven't yeah, if I, I turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth when I'm not anywhere near a house or a car, oh, I don't. I'm not. I don't do that religiously. If I'm sort of wanting to conserve, I will because I'm out and about. And yeah, if I'm out for the day, I'll do that. But if I know I'm only out for a couple of hours, I'm back in the car. I don't bother. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I think, look, I think the batteries are becoming battery life is becoming an issue. I'm not sure what they're like with the Android devices, but I know like. Yeah, the battery life is becoming an issue, I find. You've got it's multiple, it multiple charges a day. Stop making them thinner with smaller batteries. Put a big battery well, in see, this is this yeah. is the problem. Yes. And we spoke about this a few weeks ago, that in their race to be invisible, they, mm. um, you know, the batteries, you can only get so much charge in a battery that's paper thin. Yeah. You can make the phone as big as you like. You can make it the size of an A4 piece of paper, but... If, if it's the same thickness as an A4 That's bit of right. paper, it's the same battery life as you've got now. Mm. No different. Because I also find that with my little iPad mini, I think it's it's not as good with the Wi-Fi as the iPhone. I don't know why that would be. Oh, like, that's always been a problem, problem with iPads, I've found anyway. Oh, right. My uh, iPad mini works fine. I sit there streaming video all day while I'm working or listening to Spotify for the whole day. Yeah. Oh, look, it works <laughs> if I'm like say, I don't know, like near the router, but if like, so I could be in the bedroom and like the phone will be going pretty strong, but then like you look at the uh, the iPad and it's a bit flaky. Um, but I think... Our router is out in the lounge room a few rooms away. Yeah. Look, it was it was a windy day. I don't know. Maybe that... It was a dark and stormy night. 
Yes. Uh, maybe the maybe the wind was blowing the waves around somewhere. Who knows? Oh, maybe blown from the wrong direction. Hmm. Mm. But all right. So um. So there's a problem. So keep an eye on that. Take it back to Apple. Yeah. And uh, so there you go. Sort I've had a, sometimes I get that problem as well, but it, it's inconsistent. One minute, you know, one day it's like, oh, what happened here? I've hardly used it. It's down to thirty percent. And in other days, I use it a lot, and it's sitting on eighty. So there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just can't. Completely unpredictable. It's Facebook. You go into the settings to see what's been using it. It's Facebook. But anyway, yeah, it probably is Facebook. All right, uh, A Triple C has taken MSY to uh, I don't know to court again. So they've already been there once back in two thousand. Messy. They what? Messy. 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 So that, well, anyway, they're gone. They're messy. They are very messy with their bloody what they tell on the customers. So anyway, they were there last in April 2011 when they were fined like $203,000 for misleading. Holy. Yeah, misleading customers over their warranty entitlements. So Yes, I agree with that. I've been stuffed by them. Oh, so what's your story? Well, my desktop here, I bought a couple of years ago, and it was about $800 for everything. I took it home, weighed it all up, and it wouldn't switch on. And so I took it back there, and I'm like, I need to swap this under warranty. And they're like, well, which part's broken? I said, well, because it won't turn on, uh, and the fans don't come on or anything, so it's either motherboard or the power supply or the CPU. Did you buy it as a unit or part? Did you buy it as a unit? Right, yeah. And I said it could be either one of those. So if I can just, you know, have one of those, I can test it here mm. or something if you give me a replacement. No, no, no. You have to tell us which is the broken part or we charge you $40 to figure out which one it is. Oh. Like, these are all under warranty. You should be Good just service. Them. Good service. It's like, $40 or you keep the broken ones. So I said... I said, unless you can tell us which one you can guess it might be, I was like, well, it could be power supply, motherboard, or CPU. Those are the three. Mm. I've taken all the other parts out, RAM and video cards and stuff. Didn't make any difference. So well, it's got to be one of those three. Maybe, maybe the motherboard. I don't know. There's no way to tell. So he's like, all right, but I'll I'll look at, but it'll cost you forty bucks. And they mm. told me it had motherboard. So and cost you forty bucks. Cost me forty bucks. So there's no way that they would let me. Get the stuff under warranty, which it was. I'd only just bought it that morning. That's wrong. You should have replaced the motherboard in the end. Yeah, they put it all together for me again. But you should have just took it back. It cost you forty bucks. Yeah, cost me forty bucks. You should have just took it back outside, just screwdriver a little diode off the board, bent a couple of pins on the chips, and said, "No, no, no, you tell me." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's no good. But anyway, they're, they're. they're busted again for something. They they go to the it's uh, alleges that Ace Triple C is alleges alleged that the MSY claimed it had discretion over whether a customer was entitled to a remedy for a faulty product. That the re that the MSY MSY chose which remedy it would provide. So that it only provided remedies for products returned within seven days. MSY have required the customers to pay an administrative fee. For uh, to what, receive a what, remedy that for a faulty like product, you, Jason. yeah, and it did not provide any remedies over faulty software. So maybe when did you have that? So you, this must be the same. This might be after the 2011 case. So this might might be you, Jace. Yeah, this is a couple of years ago. Yeah, I reckon yeah, the AAAC is examining a three-year period between January 2013 and February 2016. 
Yeah, well, class action. Well, class action. Well, what's the go with get that? My five dollars. I want my forty bucks back. Thousand, and I'll get five bucks. Yeah, well, what's the go no, with that? No, I think you, you get them for forty bucks. You get them for pain and suffering. You get them for stress, and then you get them for petrol money for driving down there. But if the A triple C can re- represent myself, yeah, but the lawyers would take a huge chunk anyway of any settlement. But if, if the if the A triple section lawsuit against um, Facebook for using people's faces in um, advertisements, yes, so if, if you liked Ford, if they would pop up an advertisement with Glenn's face on there and say Glenn likes Ford cars, mm. how, how misleading is that? And so they sued him for hundreds of thousands of dollars, and each person got fifteen dollars. Mm. From the lawyers, the lawyers are skiing in Aspen. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like you remember that class action against the banks. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, which one? The, is it the Morris Blackburn about the overdraft fees and all these fees? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So the unconscionable <laughs> uh, overdraft fees. I signed up for that years ago. I went. Oh, oh yeah. Money? I got some money. Yeah, I'll tell you the story. Just not much, but I'll tell you the story. So it's been going on for years, right? And I think the court might have found ANZ not responsible. ANZ, yeah. So yeah. ANZ weren't part of it anymore, and it went on. So, but anyway, uh, so it was just it just went back years and years, and and I, I don't know. I signed up and I said, yeah, well, I've been done with these stupid fees myself. That couldn't I couldn't you know I didn't have statements that went back that far so I sort of let it go a bit and uh, so I signed up for this Morris Blackburn thing whatever it was and uh, yeah so just like the other week it must have all been finalised and it, and I got this letter with a check for seventy dollars and it said uh, well we we can't that's, that's two dishonour fees mm. but probably back seventy dollars you put that with your seventy dollar gift card from Apple. <laughs> I could get those little you things. You nearly buy you 150 yes. tags. Oh, I'm on fire. Yeah, but anyway. Ten bucks, five bucks from each kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they said in the letter they said, "Oh, look, um, we couldn't find that you were affected by this in any way." But here's 70 bucks anyhow. So went, <laughs> oh God, maybe if you can prove it, they buy your house. Yeah, so it's yeah. sweet. Nice. So that's the 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 lesson of the story is uh, sign up for everything. Yeah. <laughs> You never know when you played it a little lucky. Right. So bucks, you know? That's uh oh it's only a carton of beer these days, isn't it? It's terrible. But uh is a carton of beer seventy dollars. Oh Forex gold 4X gold. Not the plain Forex. The Forex gold. Oh I want Forex. What's the difference? Well Forex gold is crap. is the light beer, the mid mid strength. Oh, okay. Anything gold is mid strength. Anything Forex is the and let, yeah, I'll drink it if it's free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, MSY. Look, everyone, you've you've all probably heard of MSY. They're, I think. But Glenn, uh, yes. Glenn, it says here the name you can trust on their logo. So, except if it's got a faulty part, it must be wrong. You can trust them to take your money. But it's always been More the way. Them. Like, look, I use them because they're close. That you're not going to get cheaper, but. You're not probably going to get any worse you service. Get customer service. If you want the no. parts, in, it never breaks down. You're cheering, but if something happens, you're screwed. Mm. Yeah. Look, I've never had. Yeah, that's that's the trade-off, isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day. Look, I've never had a, an issue with stuff. I've never had to take stuff back, admittedly. But uh, yeah, luckily. I have never good. bought anything from them. And never I will probably. From them, that was the only time I had a problem. Was just that one thing. But I've bought from them heaps of time. 
Mm. Yeah, but now they, they might pick their stocks up now that they're looking at another, down the barrel of another problem. But, um, but order it online first before you go into their shop, otherwise you're going to be waiting with the other 50 people. Yeah. The little one at Varsity doesn't get too busy. They don't answer their phone, which annoys me. But um, anyway, such is life. Uh, Jace, what do you what do you got on this week? Well, we were talking about Apple before, so uh, gaming apps turn red as Apple's program to raise funds for AIDS research reaches decade uh, reaches a decade milestone. Oh. This could be the new definition of win-win. Some of the biggest games in the App Store are turning red in the fight to end AIDS. Apple has been releasing special edition products in the color red for ten years. Today, to mark World AIDS Day. Apple and a bunch of app developers announced new products and special edition apps to step up the fight. 20 popular games, including Angry Birds 2, Candy Crush Jelly Saga, FIFA Mobile, Plants vs. Zombies Heroes, and Clash of the Cans are offering limited edition red content with proceeds from the in-app purchases going to the Global Fund to fight AIDS. Apple is also adding four new red products from today, including iPhone 7 Smart Battery Case and the new Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones. Apple makes a donation to the Global Fund with every red product purchased in a program that has raised about $160 million in the past decade. Wow. Apple CEO Tim... I thought it would be more than that, actually. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not more than that. Taxes and overhead fees and management fees and CEO... Probably. Oh, yeah, but yeah, everyone gets a clip. Mm. Yeah. Apple CEO Tim Cook said, the gift of life is the most important gift anyone can give. Thanks to the vision and dedicated of red and age-free generation is within our reach, he said. We want to leave the world better than we found it, and that's why our long-time partnership with Red remains so important to us. Well, he could leave the world better than what he found if he well, took off. Yeah, well, <laughs> if the gift of life is so important, why is he killing Apple? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Turned into a rotten apple. He is no good. He is no good. Now, um, Amazon, uh, have, how's this story? They've, they've brought out this thing, or... Well, I wouldn't just, couldn't just say they've brought out this thing, but they've got this thing called the snowmobile. Have you heard of the snowmobile? It's a no, people have been riding them around in the snow for years. <laughs> it is. Yes, go to Finland, have a look. It is a truck, a big semi-trailer with a big like shipping container. But look, it on the back, probably bigger than a shipping container. So anyway, the AWS, the Amazon snowmobile is an exabyte-scale data transfer service, and it's used to move extremely large amounts of data from your business directly into the AWS cloud, into the Amazon cloud. Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm. So you've got a business. Yes. And with... they're going to move the data. So they're taking your... What are they doing? It's physically taking your data or what? Yes. So, right. So they park the truck outside of your business. Or if you've got a... Some businesses would have data centers, so they'd go to the data center, pick it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, wherever you, wherever it's sort of sitting, I suppose. You can transfer up to 100 petabytes per snowmobile. And it's a 45-foot-long, ruggedized shipping container pulled by a semi-trailer. Snowmobile makes it easy to move massive volumes of data to the cloud, including video libraries, image repositories, or even a complete data center. Migration. Ooh. So there you go, complete data center migration. Um, so, so what it's doing is you, the, the truck comes along, parks out the front or wherever, and you know you put your little land cable into it. Probably a bit more than that, but anyway, put your little land cable in, and then start uploading into it. And like you just upload all your 
up to 100 petabytes of stuff. And then how long it, would that take, though? Yeah, a Double while. I've, yeah, I've got some stats coming. Uh, so after, oh, good. Yeah, the snowmobile would be... Well, I just did all that anyway. After your data is loaded, the snowmobile is driven back to Amazon where your data is imported into the Amazon S3 or the Amazon Glacier. So the Amazon Glacier is like a cold storage, which is sort of stuff that's stored away that doesn't get accessed a lot. I don't know, probably whatever on tape or whatever i don't know so anyway sydney-based strut digital was one of the first partners to use the snowball to migrate data into the aws s3 for magazine publisher bauer media so this 45 foot ruggedized truck drawn version is a response to customers who wanted to move much larger volumes of data to the cloud the snowmobile comes with its own generator it draws 350 kilowatts of ac power and a network cable capable of supporting data integration at a rate of one terabyte per second. Oh, I love that. Which uh, Amazon, that is your download speed. Woo. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? And Amazon claims can see the storage facility filled in about 10 days. So there you go. Wow. It will fill it in 10 days at one terabyte per, per second. Um, cool. Amazon said That's it a would... Lot. Yeah, it would. Amazon said it would previously have taken 26 years to upload an exabyte of data to the cloud over a dedicated 10 gigabit connection. So how's that? Over a 10 gig connection, it would have taken you 26 years. It's easier to drive it there. That's right. God help my God help Milo on his dial up. <laughs> oh, he's MBN now. He's he's got he's got the MBN going. He's he's finally. But then he doesn't. But then he doesn't listen to the show. No, the show goes too fast for him. Yeah, it goes too fast for him now. (laughs) So, happens to everyone. Happens to everyone. Uh, So, yeah, so where were they? So, yeah, so that snowmobile, instead of taking 26 years to upload an an exabyte of data to the cloud, uh, with the snowmobile, he said it can take now only six months. So, that's huge, isn't it? That is one huge. Now, speaking of Amazon. I signed up to Amazon Prime the other day. Oh, yeah? What did you think of that? Because uh, I want to watch the um, Top, Gear. Top Gear episode, or Grand Tour, as they call it now. Mm. And I'll tell you what, the quality is, because it's filmed in 4K. Right, yeah. So the quality, even though my, so I'll get only a maximum of 1080p, because that's my screen. Yes. <laughs> um, but you can see the difference. Unbelievable yeah. quality. Now, 75 bucks for the whole year, 12 episodes is not bad. Hmm. Hmm. That's all right. So, so do you, you just. Do you watch other things as well? There's yeah. all these movies, like Netflix, Amazon Prime. Right, right. And what there's, was it? There's, there's, they've got the same movies as Netflix. Well, how does, how does that work? How can they have the same movies as Netflix? Well, Netflix don't make. Aside from the Netflix branded movies, a lot of their movies are, um, are licensed from the studios. Hmm. But don't the and Amazon, 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 they don't just license to one distributor. I thought they tied that all up. I thought they—that's what they did. No, 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 they no, don't. No, you can get stuff on iTunes, Google Play, and right. as a business, you want as many distributors as possible. Well, yeah, but I thought they—they they did get tied to a to one small because, thing. No. Bits and pieces do you know? Games of Thrones goes over here, and Netflix this goes right. over there. Goes For over example, there. There was, movies um, and stuff go everywhere. Yeah, go everywhere. HBO, home box office in America, right? It's a big cable 
I mean, who make movies as well and make a lot of TV movies. And they sometimes, you know, like they think, okay, we've got a deal only with Netflix for our movies. Mm. So you might get specific HBO stuff. Right. It might be great. Game of Thrones or something like that. But then Game of Thrones will, um, they'll also sell to Foxtel maybe a week later. Yeah, so, okay. Right, right, okay. So what they try to do is license it to as many people as possible within, you know, the, the geographic sort of thing that they do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you know, Amazon have got a lot of the, the stuff that all the streaming guys have got. So Amazon Prime. They've got, uh, they've got the, um, the new Grand Tour, which, which eventually will be syndicated out to Netflix and cable TV and channel, you know, Foxtel and all those blokes eventually. Right. So is um, this... Because, you know, they're going to make their money on this show. Yeah, well, that's right. Internet access to video streaming. So how much did you say it was? 12 bucks a month. Yep. Fifty seventy-five bucks for the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. And a lot of a lot of shows. Oh yeah, quite a few. Yeah. A lot of old movies on there. If you like old movies, yeah, yeah a lot of, and you can and you can watch it anywhere, and it's global. Has it got the it's Ghost like, and Mrs. Muir? Who? <laughs> the Ghost and Mrs. Muir. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, well, you tell me. Tell me if that's uh, it was a movie and also a series. I used to like that when I was a kid. Um, Wizard I yes. bet you they've got Doctor Who. Wurzel Gummidge. I hope they have got Wurzel Gummidge. Is he? He's probably. He, I don't. Think, he was Doctor Who. Yeah, I think they need to redigitize Wurzel before they can play yeah. it anymore. I think the quality's pretty bad. <laughs> Video. Remember the old? I think they all the old BBC stuff that was all, say, all the outside recording was still done on um, videotape, and it just looks yeah crappy. <laughs> What's the name of the show? Mrs. What? Muir. Mrs. Mrs. Muir. M U I R. Yeah. The ghost in Muir. I'm going to even see if I can find a little graphic while you're doing it. Like an old sea captain who lived in her house. The ghost in Mrs. Muir. Yeah. Yep. yep. But it's not included in my in my uh, my streaming account. It's uh, it's only a DVD for ten bucks. Oh no, Amazon Prime. Uh, it was a movie. Have it on your... Your Stan or Presto, Glenn? No. Oh. No. <laughs> You're on Netflix. But uh, but what's this? I've just done in the Wikipedia. I've got here. Yeah, the big ads. Yeah, what's the, what That's are they ridiculous. Doing? I hate that. We are sustained by donations averaging about $15 only. Oh, so they're just looking for money. Except for the millions of dollars they get donated by corporate businesses. Yeah, right. Yeah, but anyway, enough, enough to Mrs. Muir. But, uh, Jace, did, did you have the Netflix story? Was that you? Quick flicks. Oh, yeah, okay, give us that one. I thought they died. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, just give us that one. Come on. Yeah, give, give, fill, fill in two minutes while we do, we're doing something else. <laughs> Quick flicks, relaunch it. Sorry, Doctor Season 9 season included nine. in my membership. There you go. Sweet. Quick Flicks relaunches promising latest Hollywood movie hits. Finding Dory will headline the re-entry of Quick Flicks into the local streaming market. Long before Netflix launched locally, long before Stan was anything but the name of that odd uncle of yours, Quick Flicks offered a postal DVD service modelled rather ironically on the kind of service Netflix originally provided before it went into streaming. To say that the arrival of competing services, especially all-you-can-watch streaming services, hit Quick Flicks hard is something of an understatement. The company was forced to appoint administrators back in April. 
The company this week has returned from administration and is today relaunching itself oh. into the local market with a mix of its traditional DVD Blu-ray oh. by a post model and streaming catalogue. With specific focus on delivering Hollywood blockbuster movies that it claims will have many months before its streaming competitors. Oh. Its headline movie for relaunch will be the Disney Pixar hit Finding Dory, which has been one of 2016's biggest box office hits. QuickFlix will offer two new packages, QuickFlix Access and QuickFlix Red Carpet. QuickFlix Access will be straight pay-as-you-go movie streaming service and therefore a competitor to services such as Big Pond Movies, Google Play Movies or Apple's iTunes. Red Carpet Service is a paid subscription model that will prepaid will give have prepaid discount credits to watch several new releases every month and have access to bonus movies and TV programs from QuickFlix's still ongoing subscription-based catalog. There's no word as yet as to what the red carpet pricing is likely to be, with the QuickFlix site still simply displaying pricing pricing for its existing DVD and streaming packages, which also continue to be offered. The pricing comes in at $9.99 a month for streaming and $12.99 for DVDs and Blu-rays or as a combination pack for $19.99. Well, they don't have the ghost of Mrs. Muir. So. Nobody does. <laughs> so, I'm not Hardly go. worthwhile then. That's right. Why, why bother relaunching without the good stuff? I don't know. It's just going to fail again, isn't it? That's right. What you think, ghost of Mrs. Muir, it's gone. Exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, so old quick flicks, eh? I remember doing a few DVDs through the post, but I can't believe yep, it. I did. Yeah. I did a binge watch on 24. You know, that, remember that series? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, that was quick flicks. Yeah, I, I had I had uh, Casper on the TiVo, and when that shut down, they transferred it over to quick flicks for free credits on there, and I went there and watched like one movie because they were all 50 years old, and then I was like, there's nothing else here to watch, and then quickly shut down, so I lost the credit. But mm. so TiVo's out, out of that's it, finished. No TiVo anymore. No, they still have. They just have the um, episode guide that keeps going. Oof. Oh. So how, yeah, how your system you... will still work, but that's all that's going to happen. Well, in the ass, isn't it? In be... the US, it's going crazy because they've got subscription model and it's licensed and people pay money every month for it but over here it was a one-off purchase of like a 900 dollars box oh, and that was you it. know the funny thing is why you'd think apple would jump into the subscription tv uh, subscription movies wouldn't you it mm. doesn't make any sense that they're so <clears throat> so non-visionary now but instead they give us that the apple streaming music which is absolute rubbish but maybe no they're, maybe they're prevented from doing it well this oh, comes no. back to like you know the, the, apple no, well, what's I've... happened now because because of all this kind of thing where they can't get those, they've had to drop their um, percentage they'll take from businesses from thirty percent to fifteen percent to try and let people like Amazon and others sell through the app store, and they'll only take fifteen instead of thirty percent. Mm. But I think it's well, getting it might be a bit late because in in the meanwhile, all these other people have decided to start their own, and yeah, you're thinking, well, why would I go across to Apple and lose fifteen percent? I'm not losing anything now. Yeah, yep. but I think it all goes back to still the studios who make the product. They can dictate who they sell it to, and so they're probably and Netflix. You've got Netflix now. You've got the Amazon now, and they've probably gone back to Warner Brothers or whoever, and they've probably said, "Do not give it to Apple," or they've written it in their contracts. We do not want any third parties or extra. Well, you're not allowed to do that. Why That's not? Collusion. That's well, bad, collusion. Bad luck. Why not? I'm not allowed to do it. Nah. They don't have it written down. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. They give it it's, to Apple. It's wink, on wink, the, nudge, nudge. I don't think the studios would listen to that because like, it comes back to 
if I can get one movie sold on 10 different platforms, why wouldn't I? Bigger audience, more people buying it. Why would I think it comes well, down to Apple not negotiating properly? Well, maybe because Something Netflix like will say you keep Apple out of it, and I'll I'll pay you an extra ten percent for the. For that, that's collusion. That's that's um. That's, that's another. There's another word for that. I think that's called um. That's rubbish. Oh. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can't think of it either. Another word for it. It's not a bribe. It's something else. But that's sort a, of like a bribe. They're not allowed to do it. Oh, they should do that. Should be able to. It's business. No, not allowed to do that. Do you think maybe, maybe now that Steve's gone, they've lost their moxie to do their... Um, they have. They have. They absolutely have. Negotiation. <laughs> it's not like Steve goes in there and says, we're going to bloody do it. I'll smack you in the head. <laughs> like, it, no, well, he basically said, we look, this is gonna be the, like, he sold it to them on the basis of, this is going to be the biggest platform and you'd be crazy to miss out. Yeah. Right? So get in, in iTunes music, you know, until Spotify and all the few others came along. Um, and even now, most music is purchased on our iTunes. But when it comes to movies, they lost, they dropped the ball because when that first came out, that was the biggest non-physical movie platform you could get. Mm. So, and then they've just lost their mojo. Instead of constantly looking at their partnerships and you know developing their partnerships and being nice to people, um, when when the old Stevie died, I think Apple, you know, they're pretty arrogant. Yeah. And I think they said, nah, we'll be right. Who else would they go to? Why would you buy? They're a bit, <clears throat> they're, act, they're acting now like BlackBerry was yeah. when the iPhone came out. Yeah. Oh, iPhone, touchscreen, nah, we'll be fine. When's mm. the last time you saw BlackBerry in the wild? <laughs> I stood on one. Now, Telstra has said goodbye to 2G. They've, they've finished. It's gone kaput. It finished, I think. To the, uh, the 1st of December, yeah, this week. So it estimates around 87 billion phone calls being made over the lifetime of the, GT, the 2G service. Uh, first announced plans last two years ago to uh, that they were going to close the network down. Optus and Vodafone uh, closing down next year. So what are they going to use the, uh, the, the Spectrum for? I don't know. They're probably going to free it up for something. I don't know. Yeah. Less than 1% of its network traffic came from 2G customers when Telstra first announced the closure 2014. Telstra is urging anyone still using devices that rely on the 2G network, including life-critical devices such as medical alarms, well, you better hurry up because it's finished. It's off. You so, get rid of your Nokia, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, my mother-in-law had a, a 2G phone and Telstra sent her a new one. Not a new, a new 2G, 2G phone, no, not a new 2G one, but they sent her another one, another little piece of crap phone, but it would work on the, on the, whatever, the 3G. So, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, um, what else have you got, Harry? We've been blabbling on. We're, we're running. Oh, you know, that's what we do. That's right. So what, what's the Aussie, next? Aussie text blab. <laughs> what, what's another topic? Another topic. Well, I've got Apple stories this week because they're a bit of fun. Now, apparently, <coughs> excuse me, the Apple rumor mill is spinning with gossip. The company is developing and testing a set of augmented reality glasses. We'll see if they do a better job than Google. See, it looks like the Google Glass, doesn't it? That's that's just a Google Glass photo. Oh, right. um, There is little we know for certain about the plans, and the firm has reportedly not made a final decision. Um, but Apple has enthusiastically been recruiting engineers with expertise in both in both augmented and virtual reality. Um, well, Timmy Cook's operating in the virtual reality. He's not real. 
Mm. So maybe that's why. So yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> the echo chamber. There's a picture of the apple glass. Bye. <laughs> put one of them up in your eyes. <laughs> Tell you where you can put it up in. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Good apple glass. I don't know. Really? I think. Yeah. <clears throat> if it looks like this, it's got a hidden camera that I can't see. Yep. And it's and it's in 1080p. I'll yep. think about it. They should also put these, a back, these ones the back, like the battery will sit in there. <laughs> but you know, that's right, it'll be like this. All yeah. of them are like this at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, except but where's my little Oh what about my little me Google ones? What? My, my little Google cardboard. <laughs> They're all right, are they? You look, you look like an idiot wearing those. <laughs> Who cares? They work all right. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> all right. So there you go. That's that. But I tell you what, when you compare what Apple are thinking about doing to what Microsoft are actually doing, it's hmm. chalk and cheese. I think. Chalk uh, and cheese. Yeah. Look, I don't want to get it back into this discussion, but I think look, Apple just needs to maybe go easy on copying stuff and start thinking about new stuff. So, um, well, they can't think about new stuff because they've sacked everybody that was actually a visionary. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, end of that. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Garth, but you know I'm you know I'm right. Uh, Jace, what else did you find out this week? Well, this next one really is a bit of a public service uh, type thing that I've heard about, and I thought I should share. It's always good to have uh, data and information encrypted, particularly on your websites that you're using, but. It costs a bit of money to purchase uh, encryption certificates for your websites and um, keep them up to date every year. Mm. Well, there's one called Let's Encrypt. is a free automated and open certificate authority run for the public's benefit. It's a service provided by Internet Security Research Group. They give people the digital certificates they need in order to enable HTTPS, SSL, TLS for websites for free in the most user-friendly way they can. We do this because we want to create a more secure and privacy respecting web. The key principles behind Let's Encrypt are free. Anyone who owns a domain name can use Let's Encrypt to obtain a trusted certificate at zero cost. Mm. Automatic software running on a web server can interact with Let's Encrypt to painlessly obtain a certificate, securely configure it for use and automatically take care of renewal. Secure Let's Encrypt will serve as a platform for advancing TLS security best practices both on the CA side and helping site operators properly secure their service. Transparent, all certificates issued or revoked will be publicly recorded and available for anyone to inspect. Open, the automatic issuance and renewal protocol will be published as an open standard that others can adopt. Cooperative, much like the underlying internet protocols themselves, Let's Encrypt is a joint effort to benefit the community beyond the control of any one organization. And you can get that from letsencrypt.org. Oh, that's very good. This yeah. is built into my uh, web host's main control panel that I can log into. And it's as simple as going to secure your server and go activate. Right. And I've got half a dozen domains there. So it's just activate, 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 activate. Yep. Downloads, installs a script, and that's it. That's pretty easy, eh? That's good. That is good. Yep. Yeah, so you don't, you don't need a uh, dedicated IP? No. Yeah, Mine's good. on a shared hosting server. Yeah. yeah, I know you can get, uh, yeah, that sort of stuff starting to come out, but I haven't seen the, the free ones. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty good because I think the Google search engines are 
pretty much moving towards giving a lot of juice to secure sites now, aren't they? Yep. As yep. far as we'll I know. Move here up in the ranks for your SEO people. Oh, SEO. I love it. Now, <laughs> Good old SEO. Now, um, look, there's probably... Is a, that, there's, that spell SEO? Something like that. SEO. <laughs> Soggy SEO. Now, there's a, there's a couple of stories I'll just give you the headline to because we, we are running out of time. We've blabbed on too much about other stuff. But anyway, Google to set up Sydney Threat Detection Team. Google is in Australia is building a new team in Sydney that will take part in global efforts to handle and detect malicious activity on on the company's networks. So if you want to know more about that, go to the show notes, aussietechs.com.au forward slash podcast, search for show notes. And Australian Banks... I don't know if we want to have a little quick discussion. I don't know, but Australian banks told to build APIs to share data by 2018. So um, there has been a government report come out, and the government and it's recommended that the banks uh, open up some of their their data through API channels at least. So uh, third party apps, authorised third party apps, can collect some data uh, to the benefit of you, of course. Um, yeah, Mint is very popular in the US. You hook up Mint to your accounts. It can tell you what percentage of your your stuff, your budget you're spending on food, you know, bills and things. Um, it can tell you when things are coming up and do an alert on your phone saying you've got a bill coming up due. And oh. uh, you can manage, you know, where, where your money is coming in. And if you'd like, you know, to put more into certain accounts it all suggest things and stuff like that so i think this is the kind of thing that's been going on in america for a long time they need to do here mm. well that's pretty good because you'll be able to move your you move your money from one bank to another really quick which is probably why they've been trying to mm. not do that for a while i think that's what the, the thrust behind it is but yeah but look, that's interesting that mint because upon reading this story i'm just thinking well, you know, like, don't we, don't, doesn't the customer have all that data anyway, like through the past statements? And, you know, if you want to do a loan, a mortisation schedule, where well, you just go, there's heaps of calculators on the bank sites and everything. And, uh, but yeah, but now that you've mentioned you, you all know, those. What, per, what percentage of your uh, expenses in the last couple of months were on food, what was on entertainment, what was on bills, what was on. Mm. Well, my, my um, when I log into my NAB, Internet banking, it comes up with all these graphs, but I don't pay any attention to it because I thought, well, how's it know? But <laughs> <laughs> it might. It might be smarter than what it I know, It knows what Winnie Blues are, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, Winnie Blues, good stuff. Now, uh, yeah. Winnie like, Blues, 80%. Yeah, a bit, yeah. Like, bit like Tommy Madonna, I guess. There. <laughs> now, <laughs> now um, Eric, have you got a couple of, couple of headlines that, you, that you've bothered? headlines? Yeah, that you've bothered to. Headline? To, that you've bothered to uh, uh, to grab, but we've run out of time. We're running out of time. Uh, ACCC draft decision on Apple Pay case rejects banks' claim for NFC access and collective bargaining. So that's been thrown out. Right. ACCC have said, no, nah, Apple don't have to give you access. Go away. Well, that's what, that was my opinion too. I yeah, think my if, opinion also. Apple, it's their business. They do what they want. Their business, they can do what they want. I think they wanted to get it for free. And I think mm. ANZ has come on board and they're obviously paying whatever fee they negotiated with Apple. Yes. That ANZ and American Express are the only ones. Yeah. Oh, no, it'll, so it'll, it'll change. I'll suck it up. And Thanks. the final headline, curved iPhone on the cards for next year, question mark. Ooh, curved iPhone. Really? Do you think? Yeah. Is, is there a, a curved Android? That'll, yep. that'll Is there really? Well, 
there'll be a curved apple for iPhone how, then, won't how they? Curved. <laughs> how curved. They've got ones with edges curved around and stuff like that. But well, look, if Android's cool. done it, Apple will follow. No, no, no doubts about it. Problem uh, is, though, I've seen the um, Samsung Galaxy Edge, and when, when you hold it in your hand because your fingers are touching the edge, the edge where it's curved over has a little LED display and you can put notifications across there. So if your phone's upside down or hmm. over there, you can read across the side. Glenn sent you a message saying, hurry up, we're going to be doing the show in 10 minutes. But That's pretty that, cool. Yeah, that the is problem good. is that edge is also touch sensitive. So if you're holding yeah. it like this in your hand, your fingers It'll curve touch around it. a bit. You try mm. and do something on the screen and it's detecting it, your fingers. Touching on the side, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe they could make that corner bit just a readout without being touch sensitive. Surely they could do that. But talking about touch sensitive, just uh, quickly, when I was in the Apple store last week, I looked at the new MacBooks, you know, with the, the touch the touch pad. Oh, the uh, touch bar, whatever it's called. Yeah, hey, Glenn, good. question. That was good. Did you see any Apple Watch displays? I mean, and look, you, you were the catalyst for me actually physically going to the Apple store. I was going to buy it online, but I wanted to go and see because what you mentioned, that you went into Hornsby branch Hornsby. of shop. Get the, Warlock, get this right. I went in there because I had my... Um, my computer was under a warranty, not warranty, an uh, insurance claim. So they went and fixed it because I spilled some water on it. Yep. And they um, they replaced the logic board and the keyboard and the battery and, and the RAM, everything, right? Not bad. New computer. And then when they gave it back to me, they said, oh, look, we also noticed that your screen, retina screen, is perforated. We want to replace that for you. It won't cost you anything. So a couple of weeks later, I brought that back. So I thought, so basically, I've got a brand new computer. Not even forty well, bucks. Just swap you out. Yeah. <laughs> Copy the data across. Give you a new one. Yeah, pretty much. It's a brand new computer, except it's not this year's model. Yeah, sweet. So while I was there, I was looking around. I thought they usually have the, a bench full of Apple Watch displays, you know, oh, iPods, yeah, iPads, whether nothing. nothing, no ads on their screens, no big uh, bright. No billboards, nothing. Mm. Well, that's pretty Went into Chatswood uh, a couple of days later, Glenn. Mm. Same thing again. No Apple Watch wow. display. Wow. So what the hell is going on there? But actually, on one hand, <clears throat> this is where Tim Cook is a little bit arrogant because he thinks everyone's stupid and he's the smartest guy in the room. On one hand, he tells everyone, oh, the Apple Watch is selling well, it's fantastic. But on the other hand, you don't see him in stores. If they're selling well, how can you sell something well if they're not in stores? If people can't feel it, and with a watch, you know, a lot of people will not buy it online. They want to feel it and touch it and you know, talk about it, whatever. Mm. Well, um, how are you going to? How is your sales going so fantastically well if it's not on display? It's like when you go into a car yard and they sell Mercedes Benz. Uh, but their most popular model, the C hundred, the C class, is not there. And the guy tells you, "Oh yeah, we sell hundreds of these." Uh, oh no, we don't have any on show. Well, maybe. Yeah, no, I think it was a bit of a failure, really. The Apple Watch. I don't oh, it's a shocking failure. Crazy. Apple Watch Two was even probably even worse. Hmm. But yeah, to put your know. to put your mind at ease, the Rabina store did have a table of watches. How how much of it the table was taken of it? Yeah, it was a full was table. At one point, it was two tables. Oh, it might have been, but I only and then saw... it became two table, uh, one table. Yes, yeah, one and table. And is probably down to half a table. Yeah. So if you want to escape the crowd, you just go to that table, and mm. <laughs> you'll be right. Now, um, Peace and quiet. You mm. do your homework. 
Mm. So is that is that all you had, Eric? We finished yes. you off? All right. Yes. Uh, I've got another couple just really quickly. Did that one. Uh, did the bank one. Oh, how's this one? Facebook tries to keep, uh, keep us using Messenger by putting arcade games into the Messenger. Pac-Man. Yay. <laughs> and Space Invaders and Galaga, I see. Now, the Messenger messenger Ooh, users will be able to play old-school arcade games while chatting to your friends. So if you go into the Messenger app and just scroll down a bit, you will see play Pac-Man, play Space Invaders, play Galaga. Well, that's what I see anyway. Anyone this, else is on, this is on the iPhone or on the website? Oh, it's on the iPhone. Okay, it's so in it's the app. app. Yep. Uh, so in you can play those games. So that's good. And look, I got I got this crazy one to finish off with. Um, did you have any more, Jace? No, I'm good. Oh, you're good, 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 good. All right, now how's this one? This will this will <laughs> this will make you just sit there and just go, what? Now this place, this mob called Cards Against Humanity. Now they had a black. Yeah. Uh, we got a pack of them. They're awesome. Yeah, my daughter's got a my daughter's got a the big the whole set of those. What is it? I've never heard of them. Oh, they just. It's trying. To, I can't. It's hard to explain, isn't it? It is. You get you get some cards that have got answers on them. Yeah. And then the black card you turn over has got a question, and whoever comes <laughs> up with the funniest or most offensive or politically incorrect answer, you the people who are playing judge who should win. Right. So, For example, the, the, the answer the black the answer might be black donger. Right. And then the question will be. Julie Bishop has. Right, so you got to make up some... You've got to treat... Okay, so well, that doesn't... Each person will have 10 answer cards. Yeah, and, and you, you match which one. one. Which one out of your 10 cards do you think will make the other people choose you as the winner for that round? Right. Yeah. So it's just friends playing out, yeah. with each other, and oh. you're like, oh, that was hilarious, I think. It can be pretty funny. Some yeah. of it can be a little bit corny, that but it, it can be funny. But anyway, I never, I never knew that when this story came across. Play, I just it, thought, just play some... it drunk, it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, well, when the, when I read this story, I just thought it was just some crazy people, some crazy mob, some some crazy people. But anyway, so they've had a black they've had a Black Friday pointless crowdfunding, which has seen them raise over a hundred thousand dollars. So what they did was they describe itself as uh, where did they go? That the funding was for a digger, so like a you know. A, uh, 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 excavator dig digs holes things yes. uh, so it was for a digger to make a hole in the ground <laughs> at a site in America okay so as long as money kept being donated through the crowdfunding then the digger kept digging so anyone watching the live feed would see this this uh, excavator standing still and idle and if they wanted to see it dig they'd have to throw some money in so people yeah. coughing up like five dollars. Uh, if you if you put in five dollars, you'd see three seconds of dig. So there must have been some rules around, you know, like hey, you can't just put five, start the thing up for three seconds. They probably <laughs> waited till they got like I don't know, a couple of hundred bucks, and then they they, yeah, they yeah, dig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now one bloke coughed. What was the, what was the point of the hole? Were they digging it for somebody, or they just got permission to dig a hole? It's just a hole. One bloke coughed up seventeen hundred and fifty to keep it going. Now. <laughs> There's there's some question there's some frequently asked questions on the uh, site. Let's do that. Yes. What what do I get for contributing money to the hole? And the answer, a deeper hole. What else are you, <laughs> What else are you going to buy? An iPod? Question mark. How deep can you make this hole? Great question. 
as long as you keep spending, we'll keep digging. We'll find out how, together how deep this thing goes. <laughs> That's so it's... stupid, but hilarious at the same time. Yeah. Because the cost of that excavator is going to be nowhere near 100 grand. No. Yep. No. So is the hole bad for the environment? No. There was just a bunch of empty land. Now there's a hole there. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> What? They've they've done um, other Black Friday gags. The first Black Friday, they increased the prices on their products. The what? Next year, it's boxes of BS, full uh, SH1T, yeah. <laughs> to customers on Black Friday with proceeds going to charity. 2015, it sold nothing at all for $5 and made over $70,000 for employees to spend. In the same year, the company <laughs> also gave the workers at its printing factory in China a week's paid vacation. During the election, Cards Against Humanity sold Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump-themed expansion packs, used the profits to support Clinton. <laughs> yeah, good luck. That worked well. Now the the last money well spent. <laughs> the the last uh, uh, FAQ was why aren't you giving the money to charity? And then the answer was why aren't you giving all this money to charity? Because it's your money. So which is fair yeah. enough. But that's just one of that the... is so so obscene and absurd. <laughs> And ridiculously stupid, but so very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, how how can you just make? Just imagine making a hundred thousand bucks, or you know, minus costs, to do something like that. Like, you can rent a digger. You can rent one of those excavators for two thousand bucks a day. Hmm. So he's just sat there, and every time they hit, like, I don't know, two hundred dollars. Yeah. Go and get, start her up, Johnny, for two and a half minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, two and a half minutes of digging. Yeah, go and dig. <laughs> the now, absurdity look, of that is pretty much what the card game's like. Right, right. Yeah. Now, there is picture. I don't have a picture at hand, but there is a picture. Uh, look, I'll try and get a picture of the hole for those on the video. I'll, I'll... Holes against humanity. Holes. <laughs> is that what it's called? Is that and what it, I'm Googling? It was, it no, was I don't know what through. it's called. It was set so that over time it got more expensive the longer they dig. So the first dollar that was donated paid for 5.5 seconds, but after some time it only gets 0.3 of a second because it became more expensive for your donation. Oh, right. Well, there's the hole. That's that's, that's when they first started. There you go. It, it's a deer hole. <laughs> John Deere. <Yeah>. Deer John. <laughs> the Deer John hole. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's great. I think I've done all my stories now. That's good. But isn't that just a crazy... People will just give money for everything, wouldn't they? Like, I found a video of it. Oh, the live stream is not on at the moment. No, I think the it thing's over. You, you oh, might, it's finished. You might have to throw yeah. a couple of hundred in, Eric, to see it start up again. No, yeah. thanks. I'm good. <laughs> but, but, like, would you... Look, They'll have to chuck it back out there again. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, this is the crazy thing. I suppose, and this is where the crowdsourcing is just exactly what it's meant to do. Like, if I came, if I came across that on the day or whatever, maybe there'd be a small chance where I go, oh, I just give five bucks. I want to see it start digging again. You know, why yep. not? That's five bucks. And if everyone did that, that's how they made so much money. That's that's but, exactly right. But like, would would you give them five bucks? Like, if you thought that thing's just sitting there, you see the tally to start it up again needs another five dollars to hit the two hundred or whatever. I it would, is. I would, I would give them five bucks if they said, oh, "We're going to destroy this building with this excavator." Mm. You know, push push it over. I'd give five bucks for that. 
Yeah, and every every uh, two hundred, you just go a centimeter more. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we do that, Eric? Yes. That could be a good spinner. Yeah, let's find a building that needs demolishing. Mm. Set up some live feeds. Mm. Crowd fund. Watch people watching demolishing it. I reckon you get more money than digging a hole. I could think of a yeah. building that needs demolishing, but I won't say it. I'll tell you later, Eric, because it's pretty funny. So Canberra. <laughs> Not the White House. In, in Canberra. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was going down that path, Chase, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's about it. Geez, that, that went fast, didn't it? Did we just blab on or what? Yeah. Yeah. One hour, eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, so that's it. Yeah, cool. So thanks for coming in. Guys, thanks, uh, Jace. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Hopefully, see you. Merry Christmas. See you I will not see you until next year. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Merry. <laughs> that sounded so. You're a disappointment to us all. <laughs> so... I'm a disappointment to myself, my family, my country. Yeah, you you need to start spending some money. And me, mum. On that on that hole. <laughs> Come yeah. on. I'm gonna crowdfund a hole. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, you have a good Christmas, Eric. We'll see Thank you, you sir. We'll, and a new year. We'll see you after Christmas. And, yes. uh, yeah, good stuff. So we'll see you again hopefully next week, Jace. And uh, yep. we'll see if we can extract Will from his baby babysitting duties or whatever he, he does. And yep. uh, see if we can get him back on. All right. Good All stuff. Right. Uh, thanks for that. And uh, don't forget to go to the webpage for some more in-depth show notes. Not there is any, but there might be. Uh, you can go back to the original source if you want to know more and all that sort of stuff. So until next week, have a good one. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye.